Hello, wonderful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Average NBA Fans Podcast. We are recording this game to Miami versus Denver right after the game. And we are really excited to share our thoughts about the game. So continue listening to our podcast. Guys, this game was absolutely beautiful. We were not expecting Miami Heat to come back in game two. We knew that it was something that is very important for Miami Heat to come back. But we were not expecting them to come back. And in a fashion that they did, all the role players giving their uh, playing their job beautifully. I mean, amazing game. What are your thoughts, guys? It's it's exactly like I said. Like they needed to win this game, and Miami never really wins with like their top heavy guys. And it was basically that. Um, the reason why they're here is because Miami is a very good team in itself. Like they play very well as a team, and that's what they did tonight as well. And like we were speculating, um, Kevin Love was in the starting lineup for Caleb Martin. And there was that illness for Martin. Maybe that was the reason for Kevin Love. But maybe I think there was an underlying case for um, Jimmy Butler to be on Jamal Murray. They shut down Jamal Murray completely tonight. Some of it might be just his rhythm because he's a rhythm player. Sometimes he's on, sometimes he's off. But... They were always showing him that double. They were giving him that zone treatment. Wherein, basically, I think what they tried to do was make Jokic a scorer. They were just like, I think they went like, oh, maybe nobody in the world can stop Jokic. So just stop trying and just try and stop their second guy. That was Jamal Murray. And they, they successfully did that tonight. I mean, he didn't have a terrible game. But for his standards, for, for Nuggets to be like, outright ahead of them I think Murray needs to be much much better and like he has to has have those games like he did in that Lakers series um and overall I think Miami played better tonight than the Nuggets the role players for the Nuggets did not show up like KCP um AG and and Christian Christian one actually had a decent game but like overall the Nuggets have had a very very good game in game one but game two I think it was completely flipped um Miami had a terrible game in game one they had a awesome game game two Duncan Robinson was giving them the buckets at the end there um Jimmy Butler sort of turned on in game uh in, sorry quarter four wherein they needed him the most bam to your guys's surprise bam kind of showed up again he also is one of those guys who's sometimes on, sometimes off, and he was engaged tonight. What are you guys' thoughts? I mean, Nuggets had this game, and it, it's really disappointing to me as a Nuggets fan, but I didn't, for, through, after the, the, I think after the 10th minute, it was like a 25-6 Nuggets run in the second, uh, from the mm. last two minutes of first to the fourth minute of the second quarter, and it was probably Nuggets in the fourth quarter. I mean, we were talking about this in the morning too. But right, whenever, whenever uh, he went on kind of a run, whenever they had a couple of you know, couple of uh, what do you call three pointers, couple of shots going in. I mean, Nuggets just took the game away, and it was Jokic throughout this game, man. Right? I mean, Dang. he was shooting every three. He was making a janky ass hook. He was getting to the foul line. He was making every shot, and it was probably a game of turnovers, right? It was basically whoever was not turning the ball over, he had the need. It started with Nuggets with quick four to five turnovers. Jokic had that double dribble. Jamal mm. Murray had that uh, 
transition uh, foul and all of those things and then Miami went on their run. Then Nugget, then Miami he start turning over the ball and Nuggets go on a run. And it was pretty much that. And yeah. you know, Michael Malone came uh, uh, in the pre-game interview. He said this thing, right? I mean, he basically said this thing, and he was funky tweeted it, right? We can run that offense in our sleep, but I really need these guys to play defense. I pray for these guys to play defense. And man, I was really sad with the Nuggets defense tonight because it is basically leaving the corner guy open, right? And you know. That was pretty much there. Uh, we were talking about this again. It, uh, that was their game plan for game one when they're not going to respect the shooters. But Max Truth, after Max Truth has a 4 for 7 first quarter. <laughs> again, yeah, he went down the Yeah, we talked about this, right? Then no one in the Miami Heat team who is not surprising, who is surprising at this point of time. Right? Yeah. Everyone can show up. But when Max Truth is giving you threes, like crazy threes, I'm... Everyone is heated up. You cannot leave that corner open. And that was a problem with Nuggets. KCP did not do a good job defending. Uh, Aaron Gordon was not on his play. And guys, I have a small trivia for you right now. Right? I want to play this small yeah. game. So, we know MPJ is not the greatest defender. He is known for his scoring for this Nuggets team. Right? He played, yep. 60, he played 62 games in the regular season. How many games do you think he got 30 plus points? Oh, not many. Oh. I think maybe two. Should it? Five. Okay, he got two 30-point games and two 29-point hey. games on the dot 29-point <laughs> games. Now, in the four seasons, he's played seven. In the four seasons, he's played 70, uh, 17 games now. How many games do you think he's got over 20 points? 20? Oh, and that's tough. In 17 three, games? maybe? In 17 games. Maybe 3? 4? It's again 2. And that's the point I'm trying oh. to bring, right? Michael Porter Jr., you're paying this guy a rookie hmm. max extension. He's making 5 years, 118 million. His, his job on that team is to make that corner 3, make an open 3. And that's the problem I have with Michael Porter Jr. He wants to take the toughest shot every single point down the stretch. He cannot make that shot, but he wants to take that toughest shot. He's, he's 6'10". For 6'10", he's not a good rebounder. He's not a good defender for 6'10". He's being paid max money. He's not even the fourth best option uh, sometimes with a Nuggets team. And he's not playing at any level which he was probably his potential was. Right? At this point in time, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. is just playing because Christian, they don't want to give those minutes to Christian Braun. I mean, Christian Braun was a I think overall Christian Bourne was a better positive for this team and I, I want to start this narrative that Michael Porter Jr. is close to being one of the worst contracts in the NBA right now. Guys, 36 million average over 5 years, I mean, what do you guys think about everything that went on from this game? I mean, Jalen Brown is in that running, I think. A lot of people are killing him for his contract as well because apparently he can't dribble the ball at, at that contract. Jalen Brown recently in an interview said that he has to win five rings before he turns 26. No, or that 20, wasn't recent. That was... That was like in his rookie season with uh, Manita Andrews. Yep. Oh, so, his, his, he's he's got only like a couple of years left on that one when, since when he made that prediction. So, he needs to win yeah, five championships five in two championships years. Five championships in two years, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was so, listening to. <laughs> Anyways, like, getting back to this game... um. 
I think you are partially right about MPJ, wherein he hasn't been performing to his potential. He does have the physical tools that, with that frame, with that size, with that wingspan, he probably needs to uh, play better defense. He can definitely rebound much better than he has been. And um, I feel like a lot of that is because of what his role is. But like you pointed out, he's not even playing his role to the fullest, to my opinion. Um, like you said, his role is a shooter. And to me, he I mean, most people have bad shot selection, but this guy doesn't have shot selection. You give him the ball, he's shooting it every single time. There's There's no selection process going on in his head. It's just always shooting. I mean, to be fair, that's that's what his job is. That's what he's supposed to be doing. But yeah, um, poor short selection for sure. Hasn't been showing up a lot. And I think game one was mostly AG showing up big time and filling his role. And I think I think you're you're right on that part that maybe the Nuggets uh, are overpaying him. Um, and like he he needs to be better to get that contract for sure but um, all in all I think like I said in in the previous in the previous podcast I feel like Miami was hanging close in that game maybe not to you guys but I felt like it was a similar story in this game as well they were behind by quite a lot like they were up by 11 then they got down by 15 like it was a game of runs to me and in that third quarter, I, I sent you guys that text that just maybe, just maybe Miami wins this because of what I saw. And what I saw was, um, you guys can check the score. It was, uh, Denver was still up, but it took a heroic effort from uh, Jokic. Jokic was just hitting everything. He was the whole offense for the Nuggets. And Miami was still at close in that game. So I was, I was it, it was sort of a hint to me, similar to the first game wherein, I didn't expect it to be that close, and it was. And if you let Miami hang, I think they have the edge over anybody, over anybody in the NBA, at least this season. That's what I've seen. Um, as as less talented as they are, I feel like uh, they can win over anybody. Just if you let them be in that 10 to 12 range, they can take games. And... That's what happened. Like you said, they didn't play any defense in the fourth quarter. Nuggets were completely lost on defense. And overall, what do you guys think about, like, how how weird was it? Like, that was a complete shift from game, game one, right? They had two free throws all game long. And in this game, they were already in the bonus with, what, uh, I think eight minutes to go or something like that. Uh, Jokic had quick three fouls. Like, he had one foul and then he had an offensive one. Gabe Vincent then got mad and hacked him on the other end and I think the Nuggets overall followed him and his spirit like he got frustrated with those foul calls and like everybody followed him I'll grant him that that he got some of those out of bound calls like wrong and like he had the right to be pissed off but as a leader he probably has to do better for that team right what do you guys think for sure but at the same point in time you know as much props and all the credit to Miami Heat I mean there's no way that they don't make it, they make it to the finals with just being lucky and everything, right? But this was the game that, first of all, Miami needed to win this game if they have any chance, right? This would have exactly. been like, a, this would have been like a big loss. It would have been like the 2018 loss that Cavaliers had against uh, Warriors, which yeah. Smith had that mistake, right? It would have been the most paramount to that because 
Miami had it and it was just a shot. I mean, Jamal Murray has made some crazy shots. In the last series itself, I saw him make some crazy shots. I mean, it was just a shot away from being an overtime and who knows. I mean, Miami probably was, uh, you know, seen to win an overtime, but still, I mean, it could go but, anywhere. But um, right? again, like two controversial things during that time, like uh, Nuggets had a timeout during that time. Miami had a foul to give. Neither team electing to do so. Um, and it ended up being a win for Miami. Like, do you guys think that he should have taken a time out there and drawn up a play? Or do you guys think it was a good decision seeing as Murray had hit two good threes in the in the last two possessions? You, you know, this, this reminds me of that story that David Bland said, right? When, you know, in 2016, they drew up that play for J.R. Smith and LeBron was like, no, coach, I got this, right? In, the, in those moments, you have to you have to be the player. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, you have to take the ball and say, you know what, I'm taking the shot and win them with their decision. And I think I think mm. Jokic was okay with Jamal Murray taking that shot. I think Jamal Murray and the entire team was pretty much okay with Jamal Murray taking that shot, right? Where he's taking the last shot. It could have been better. Obviously, it could have been better. I think the Nuggets, honestly, it was the Nuggets game to win and they lost this game more than the mind. Off to Miami Heat, but Nuggets lost this game more to more than Miami Heat won because of the fourth quarter. But at the end, I think it wasn't a mistake. I I, I would have liked to see a timeout, but I mean I lived with the decision of Jamal Murray in in that game. If we would have if we would have made that shot, just like Jordan Poole, right? If we would have made that shot, he made some crazy shots. We won't be talking That's about true. this, but you know you live with it. I mean, they should have, uh, in my opinion, I, I, I slightly disagree with Angad. I think so. They should have uh, taken that timeout. They would, that would have given a higher percentage play on that uh, particular occasion. I think so. It's a game of percentages. I also understand that it's a very quick decision that you have to make at that moment. Uh, it, it happens. It all happens in a split second. Uh, it was just yeah. 11 seconds left. And uh, they were under pressure. But still, you had a lot of things that you could go in your favor. It's all about percentages. I don't think so. It was a good uh, uh, good percentage shot. You get to invo- uh, advance the ball with 11 seconds to go. I think so that would have given them a huge advantage and would have made and would have given probably a Jamal Murray or a Nikola Jokic, whoever was receiving the ball in the inbound, a greater chance to, show, uh, to score since they wouldn't have such uh, uh, a, a kind of a pressure on their head uh, to score, uh, uh, to make the play and then score. I think so. And, uh, and also Jokic was uh, pretty hot from three as well. Uh, yeah. the game as well. We we th- saw that in two, it was a monster scoring night for him. You need to trust players in in these kind of situations like uh, Lakers always do with LeBron James. Uh, he is always will have the ball in the clutch situation. I think so. That was the play that that didn't work out so good for the Lakers this season. It did. It did. It did. But uh, again, LeBron was not the best player on the team uh, this particular series as well. So, uh, but Jokic was the best player on the uh, is on the Nuggets series uh, in this particular game. So, that's something that they, sh- they should have gone for. I mean, that's fair, but I kind of have to agree with Angad on that one. You kind of have to live with your stars taking those shots. To me, I feel like you have to trust them. And like I said, Murray had hit two good threes in the previous two possessions or something like that. Um, so, he was in rhythm. You would trust him to make that shot and you would just go with it, right? With 11 seconds, that's enough seconds for your star player to make a play, get a good shot off. And he somewhat did. He shed Butler. It wasn't a totally contested shot. He just missed. So, I think you live with that three. And uh, it's just, it's not about that single play. Like it usually is. 
fans complain about a foul call or like something of a very small stature at the very end of games because you generally tend to look at those things and go oh if this turned out this way you would have won or something like that but in the entire fourth quarter i feel like miami outplayed denver and that's where they lost the game they never should have given up those uh, that lead uh, and denver should have just sumped them and that's what i said in the previous one right they need to blow them out otherwise miami is always in the game that's their one big thing um so yeah i th- i think um whatever he picks in that situation michael malone will get like scapegoated just because it you know what is the result of the game yeah i mean one day go ahead chicken sorry no no go ahead go ahead, go ahead. i think more than that uh, what we saw was from eric sportsha right uh, kevin love playing a lot of minutes tonight 22 minutes which i mean it's not a lot but he's not played for the last three games he's played he started for yeah. them throughout the playoffs series except for that right i i mean he was not a scoring option at all i would never say that but 10 rebounds in those 22 minutes he was you just need someone right uh, someone big right because on the on the nuggets uh, except for uh, bruce brown and jamal murray everyone is like 6 6 and above right you okay just 6 11 ali gordon is 6 9 michael gordon is 4 0 6 and all these players are tall lanky players so you know can get that rebound even though like pj is not the greatest rebounder they are that they high gives them an advantage in offense tonight what i saw was kevin love and bam adebayo really trying to get those offensive rebounds away from jokic Whenever they, in, whenever they were in the paint, I saw a lot of crappy rebounds from them. Even when the shooters were going a bit cold, uh, when uh, they were missing some open shots, they got the rebound. They got a second chance, uh, second chance opportunity. That's that's a very very big point. I I, yeah. I agree to that. I feel like they got definitely pounded on the glass in the previous game, wherein I felt like there was nobody on the Miami Heat other than Bam, who was just trying to get a rebound. He felt so helpless and alone because he was boxing out basically two or three and guys at some G- point. Jimmy Butler was playing pretty weak last game too. He was even yeah. this game was not going for those rebounds. But Caleb Martin is that kind of guy, right? Sneakily coming in like a Jose Alvarado for that for that rebound. But Kevin Love is Kevin Love is like six and six eleven, right? Almost That's basically seven. what they kind of need from him. Honestly, they don't even need his scoring too much. Um, and like with Tyler Hero possibly coming back in next game. they might not need uh, the offense from a lot of these role players he might fill in as a off the bench kind of an spark plug for for Miami so what i think they is coming back to oh i mean yeah it'd be hard to for like him uh that's i mean that's what i heard that's what i heard in the media uh, Yeah, he's backing two on two. I think he's not clear for five. I he might be clear for five on five, which was said that everyone is healthy except for Tyler Hero right now, and obviously Victor Oladipo. But that's one But, thing for um, sure. There's still time till game three, and he might just be playing mind games with the opposition. But uh, anyways, like that's besides the point. My point was um, Kevin Love. They kind of need him just for that size, right? They need him for the defense. They need him for those gang rebounds that they were doing. tonight and they need to do that because they got absolutely pounded on the glass in the previous game and i think that hurt them more than anything uh the size showed immensely in the previous game it wasn't as much of a factor tonight the depth wasn't as much of a factor tonight jokic is going to be jokic but uh they cut out two of the very big things that were hurting them that was the those rebounds the size factor the depth factor 
they cut out Jamal Murray and I think that's why they won they they beat them in defense and I feel like Miami has a better chance if they um run their offense faster if 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 they go faster because that's what uh, Denver was exploiting even tonight they were getting those fast break points and l- like I've always claimed that uh, it's always the easier offense that that'll win for me uh, and so nothing easier than the transition when the defense is not set right exactly it's like your star player is going to make really short right but you got to get them those easy buckets and Transition wise, it's uh, just what I saw, right? It was like 20 to 5 in fast break points. 18, 18 to 5, I stand corrected, but 18 to 5. And what was what was really not funny, but uh, what was great to see was Jokic was leading all the fast breaks. I mean, a seven footer running up the court, passing or just laying it up, and it was almost always going in. And, but you know, <laughs> it was always on, on the on Cody Seller, like you, like you like <laughs> to call him. He he I mean, really can't guard Jokic like at all. Sure. Like when he sees him, he's like Shaq getting a barbecue chicken thing, right? It's like <laughs> too easy for him. It is too easy for him. Um, let's do a big different for uh, uh, game three's predictions, right? I mean, we've all, always been doing the traditional uh, best buzz surprising and prediction, but I want to go a bit in depth about game three because this is the NBA final, right? If we won all. Uh, I don't think Miami need that. Obviously, they won game one for all three uh, playoff series before this. So, they obviously have always stolen home court advantage away from them. And with the whole funny thing about Jimmy Butler making a documentary out of this playoff slide and everything around <laughs> that team, I really want to know how, what do you think is going to happen in game three? Who's going to be the real one stepping up in this game? How do you think Nuggets are going to probably, you know, Match two was on fire, game Vincent was on fire. What's going to be the defensive strategy against these uh, three-point players? And again, we're going to stick to our traditional guns. Who's going to be the best player? Who's going to be the bust? Who's going to be the surprising player? And what do you, what do you think is going to be the prediction of a game three? Um, I'll, I, I guess I'll go first. Um, to me, I, I'm going to go with a hot take. And I am biased, but I feel like Miami is going to take this game. I feel oh, like Miami goes up 2-1 and then game 4 uh, Nuggets are worried about uh, going down 3-1 and that is obviously we all know that's that's like a death sentence to any team right 3-1 coming back from 3-1 even though the Nuggets have done it in the past multiple times I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be in that situation in the finals especially when this team hasn't faced any mental adversity right They've uh, gone and jumped teams because uh, they have been the better team. They have been the better talent. They have had depth and uh, that's what they've been doing. But um, if Miami takes this next game, I would actually favor Miami in this series. Um, But let's not get it twisted. I feel like Denver is a very strong team and they're going to go out um, like they're going to go out there and give those punches. Uh, Miami will have to play like extremely well and be contesting back to the format uh best player i i'm still banking on jimmy coming back like jimmy being alive i mean he did show like signs of uh good play today but he still wasn't jimmy the jimmy i'm expecting he him to finally show up in miami and put 
the nuggets away to get to secure that two one lead and shock the world once again and um, to spark that Jordan uh, conversation once more. Uh, bust of the game. Hmm. Well, we we kind of like took the whole video to dog MPJ, so I'm just gonna pick him, I guess, to be <laughs> to be the bust of the game for surprise. Oof. I think Jimmy. Jimmy's gonna surprise everybody um, because he's been playing a clunker of a game for I don't know like five six games now, except that game seven where he played decent, but he just hit a bunch of threes. I guess I I haven't seen that signature Jimmy game, and I'm I'm rooting for that one. Uh, like I said, I think Miami is taking this game two one. Oh. That's that's a bit controversial. I think so. Miami is coming back. For sure, for sure. They, I told you, pulled, I'm taking the spicy takes. They pulled in a game. I don't think so. They're coming back for another game anytime soon, unless they are three one down and probably then your Jimmy Butler shows up. Mm. Uh, right, that is what I'm banking on again. Like I said in the first podcast, well, he did not show up as like he should. He did not take the ownership of the game. He did not uh, dominate the game to win this one. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That he needs those clutch situations. If he's not under pressure, he's not going to perform. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that happen that uh, that are completely opposite in this regard. When you put them under pressure, they do not perform. Mm. Let let let's talk about uh, D'Angelo Russ. He's a great example of of these kind of player who once in Jason pressure. Uh, Jason, Jason Tatum. Tatum. Not Jason Tatum. He pulled a fifty point game in in game uh, seven. E, e, Wait, which, la- which game seven the, are you talking about? In the last, I the remember last the most series. recent one. No, I am talking about the fifty-point game that he had. He shows that he can perform under pressure. I'll take what I have. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I mean, Jimmy Butler is complete opposite. He needs pressure. He needs that hammering to perform. So, uh, that's not going mm. to happen again. Uh, Nuggets will need to do a lot better in defense, like we talked about in this whole po- in the podcast as well. That. They were giving a lot of open threes. The fourth quarter was abysmal. I don't have a better word for it. It was abysmal to the point that they it was so much. They were so open on those looks. Uh, they defended the paint well, but on the corners, I don't know what they were doing in the corners. They were not even pushing. I don't know what happened to Denver Nuggets in the last. Uh, they were not even pushing towards the corner. They were like, if they if the guy is yeah, sh- I mean, shooting, we'll give sh- him an open space to shoot. Yeah, and even. They had a few of those crazy fouls. Like KCP had two of those end of shot clock crazy three, like just slap him on the wrist kind of a foul. That's the worst kind of foul you can give up, right? Three free throws, stop the shot clock, and just easy offense for Miami, where Miami was sometimes struggling to create that offense. You had them in the position that you want them taking a tough shot from thirty plus feet, contested. You would you would take that, right? But instead, you give them three free throws on two different occasions. And uh, Jokic going for the crazy steal ideas. I mean, it was it was a janky defense. It's, it at best like yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, it was Denver who lost the game. It was not Miami. I mean, it, it Miami mm. was much better in the first game. Um, uh, much better from the first game. In this particular game, they are finding the rhythm again. They are coming to starting to look like a better uh look like a good team, not a better team. Uh, the Nuggets are still the better team here. Uh, they're still starting to look a good team. I think so. They'll need a couple of star performances, if I must tell okay. you, to win them another game. Because I don't think so. The Joker will take another back. Will will give up. Uh, have so many slip ups defensively in the next game. 
and that's why I don't think. Uh, but but that's the thing, right? Jokic still had a massive game tonight. He he didn't have a bad game. He tried his best to win this game. It was his no, teammates no, that mean, didn't show up. No, with his troops. I mean, with his troops. That is what I meant. As a as a whole, that's what I'm talking about. Not just Joker alone, but as his troops. He did not. He's not letting his troops. Uh, give them uh, just throw away another game. Uh, mm. and that's not. I think so. It would be a four-one unless it's a big Jimmy Boom. performance after the three-one game in in game five. Uh, okay. It would so be you're a saying four-one. like no more Miami wins till so because it's like and a four-one, right? Unless okay. unless it's a big Jimmy performance okay unless it's a 3-1 not a 4-1 if, it's if getting it's old now buddy it's getting old you've been saying that since the last series now that Miami is not gonna win anymore I mean uh, they'll have to stop somewhere I'm just salty about that winning <laughs> so I'm just hoping that this is what puts the stop to it this is the but, end day. yeah talking about the regular format I think so the best player in the next game again will be hands down Nikola Jokic who's the best player in the NBA right now Right, there's nothing stopping him. Nothing is stopping him. They could not stop mm. him in this game as well. I don't know what's That's happening true. with him. There, he is not uh, having any bad game this playoff series, this playoff run. No bad games at all. And That's what he is doing. He's carrying his team on the back. Uh, the bust, biggest bust of the game again. Uh, I don't think so. Jimmy Butler was a bust in this game. He was decent. Uh, but the kind of expectations we have from him, I think, so he could be. Or and and MPJ and Jimmy Butler both will be the biggest bust of the next next game again, right? Uh, talking about the most surprising player, I think so. Kevin Love, uh, very like we talked in the first part as well, surprised us in a good way uh, in this game as well. But I think so he'll have a lot to perform in the next game if if uh, he gets to play the next game as well. And I think so that that's uh, where he'll surprise us the most. I think so he still has a lot of potential. He was not as as per his hundred percent potential, but I think so that will. Uh, he he'll come back in uh, the next game and probably show us what he's made, the metal that he's made of. Uh, yeah. Talking about the series winner, I think so. I'm very clear on that front. I think so. Uh, the the game winner, I think so. Ten win Nuggets is winning the next game for sure. All right. Um, All of I'll, the I'll, next games. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a hot take for sure. I I'll make it really brief. Uh, I think the best player definitely going to be Jokic. I think. I think throughout the playoff series, I think he's been the best player in the entire playoff series. Then no one went even close. I think Giannis was close for one game probably. LeBron was close for a couple of games, but Jokic was definitely the best player uh, throughout the time. Um, I think the bust is going to be Michael Porter Jr. I'm going to write this narrative <laughs> till they trade that guy away for the actual good third option, which is which is what they need right now. Um, I think the surprising player is going to be Jimmy Butler because for the last two games, I'm not going to, ex- I, I don't expect Jimmy Butler to, you know, go down three games with 20, perform- 20 point performances. I think he's going to have a bounce back game, but at the same point in time, I'm going to pick the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are in a situation, mm-hmm. just like you Grant said, that they have not been down in the series in the entire playoffs, right? They've never been down and the closest that uh, they were to losing was two all against the Suns and they went home and they did their job. I think this mm-hmm. is what constitutes as the championship mentality. I think this is where Jokic, Jamal Murray and Michael Malone and even Alan Gordon as kind of a veteran player to these players and probably Bruce Brown step up and tell these players how important this game is. This is probably the game that could define the entire playoff series uh, and the That's finals. True. So I think Nuggets are going to run away with this game. I'm predicting a 25 plus point blowout Oof. in Miami. I'm going for it. This is hot take Tuesday for today. <laughs> today. 
And I mean, yeah. to be fair, like I said, it has to be a blowout. Otherwise, I think Miami is always in the game. Yeah. And like even today, it felt like Denver was in control, but they clearly weren't. They could clearly weren't. Exactly. So I, I'm predicting a Nuggets win, but if Miami uh, makes me eat up my words, I mean, this prediction course. This prediction and this entire final series could, uh, you know, run up. Um, yeah, uh, exactly. Like, I agree with you on that. This, uh, like, it was game two first. That was going to be a very big game. And now game three, I think, in, is an even bigger game at this point. If Miami take this game, it will always, it will almost be, almost be like Miami will snatch the soul out of Denver's. For sure. Uh, the Denver Nuggets. I, I feel like it will be a crazy game. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for uh, listening to our podcast. Please uh, uh, make sure that you're liking our podcast, sharing it with your NBA friends. And till then, let's meet you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace.